Welcome to the Jazz Focus here on WETF, the jazz station, South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and we are exploring some of the highways and byways of jazz on this program. And today, as something a little bit different uh, for a theme program, I decided to look at the products of one week in jazz history. And this was a particularly fine week, I think you'll admit, when you hear uh, the, the recordings that were done during that week. And this is the week that goes from May... Uh, 7th through the 13th of 1927, and uh, pretty remarkable. There are recordings we're going to hear made in Chicago, New York, and London, actually. 
And we started out with two tunes by the Louis Armstrong Hot 7. And these were done on that first day, May um, 7th of 1927, uh, for OK Records in Chicago. And featured the Louis Armstrong Hot 7. Featured was Louis Armstrong with Johnny Dodds on clarinet, uh, Johnny St. Cyr on banjo, Lil Hardin Armstrong on piano, along with John Thomas on trombone. He had replaced Kid Ory, who I think was on tour during that spring. Uh, Pete Briggs was on tuba and Baby Dodds, Johnny Dodds' brother, on drums. So it gave a much more full sound than the Hot Five recordings did. And we heard two of my favorites. We heard Willie the Weeper and Alligator Crawl. And uh, as I said, these were both done uh, in uh, May. Willie the Weeper was actually May 7th of 1927. Alligator Crawl was from a little bit later in the week, as it turns out, May 10th of 1927. One thing that I found looking at uh, these recordings is that uh, recordings were generally not made on Sunday. I was looking through some of these dates, certainly in Chicago, uh, and I think in New York as well. Recording studios just weren't open on Sunday, so it was any of the other days. So we're going to be hearing another couple of Louis Armstrong tunes a little bit later, but those were two of the um, most exceptional of that series, I think. Uh, the cornet solo, especially on Willie the Weeper, was really uh, one of Louis's best, and some one that doesn't get a lot of uh, the attention that some of the other ones from that period did. So we're now going to go to New York, uh, and two days later, actually, yes, two days later, so Monday, uh, the 7th of May was uh, on a Saturday, Monday was May 9th, and we're going to hear Frank Trumbauer and his orchestra featuring Bix Beiderbecke, and we're going to hear one tune they did that day. We're going to hear the Ostrich Walk, and that will feature uh, Bix Beiderbecke on cornet, Bill Rank on trombone, Don Murray on clarinet and possibly baritone sax, Doc Reiter, Riker on alto sax, Frank Trombauer on C melody saxophone, C. Ritzkin is on piano on this one, Eddie Lang on banjo, and Chauncey Morehouse on drums. And we're going to follow that up with another tune from May 13th of 1927, a couple of days after that, so I guess that was Wednesday, or Thursday of that week, I should say. And, uh... That uh, is the Ford Dabney tune, I'm Coming Virginia. We're going to hear two different versions of this tune. Uh, this one by the uh, uh, Trumbauer Orchestra that I just mentioned. We're going to jump to another version of that tune recorded actually two days earlier on the 11th. Uh, this was on Wednesday. I guess, actually, May 13th was a Friday, so we're trying to keep track of the days here. This version of I'm Coming Virginia was done by Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra. Um, this was a tune that uh, had just had a, a, a stock arrangement, I believe, published, so it was getting some more press. It was republished, so some of the bands were doing it. This band uh, was uh, recording for Columbia in New York, as I said, May 11th. We're going to hear Russell Smith, Joe Smith, and Tommy Ladnier on trumpets. Um, Joe Smith is featured on this number, and also uh, accompanying him in, in, on one particular portion is Fats Waller, who was deputizing on piano. Fletcher Anderson played some of the band piano, but uh, Fats Waller played solo on this one. So uh, with them, we'll hear Jimmy Harrison and or Benny Morton on trombone. Never sure who the trombone player is at this point. Buster Bailey is on clarinet and alto. Don Redman on clarinet and alto. Coleman Hawkins on clarinet and tenor sax. Charlie Dixon on banjo, June Cole on tuba, and Kaiser Marshall on drums. Very classic version of the Henderson Band. So following that, we're going to hear the flip side of that record. We're going to hear the Whiteman Stomp, which was a Don Redman arrangement uh, that he did for Paul Whiteman. Whiteman recorded it around the same time, featuring Jimmy Dorsey, uh, but this is the, uh, the Henderson version of that. 
Then we're going to hear another tune by the Henderson Band, uh, minus Fats Waller and probably Dunny Morton as well, and I suspect one of the trumpet players is gone too. This is the uh, venerable St. Louis Blues by W.C. Handy, and it was done under the uh, nom de disc of the Dixie Stompers for Harmony, which was a cheap subsidiary label for Columbia. This was done the next day on May 12th of 1927. Not a great much deal of an arrangement here, more of a jam session thing. I think we're going to hear Tommy Ladnier uh, doing the trumpet solo, along with Jimmy Harrison. Buster Bailey and Coleman Hawkins. So those are our tunes uh, celebrating that week in May of 1927 for this set. Frank Trumbauer and his orchestra featuring Bix Beiderbeck on Ostrich Walk and I'm Coming Virginia. The Fletcher Henderson Orchestra on I'm Coming Virginia and uh, Whiteman's Stomp. And then the Dixie Stompers, which is essentially the Fletcher Henderson Band doing the St. Louis Blues. Thank you. 
So we started with the Frank Trumbauer Orchestra featuring Bix Beiderbecke on Ostrich Walk, and then I'm Coming Virginia from May 9th and then May 13th of 1927, all during our, our, our notable week here. We heard some very good Don Murray on clarinet, along with some Bill Rank on trombone, of course Frank Trumbauer on C melody, although he didn't feature himself all that much on these recordings, uh, the ones we're hearing anyway. Uh, Itzy Ritzkin uh, was on piano for uh, both of those, and we heard Chauncey Morehouse on drums, Eddie Lang on guitar, a little bit of Eddie Lang in there, Doc Riker on alto sax as well. So from there we went to the other version of I'm Coming Virginia by Fletcher Henderson as an orchestra featuring in this case Joe Smith on cornet and Fats Waller on piano done uh, on uh, May 11th of 1927 and uh, an interesting, I think it was a Don Redman arrangement there as well. Then we uh, followed up, as I said, with the flip side of that, the Don Redmond arrangement of the Whiteman Stop, a nice romping version featuring uh, Coleman Hawkins on tenor sax, Buster Bailey on clarinet. Uh, we heard some Joe Smith and Tommy Ladner on trumpet there, along with Fats Waller again on piano. Then to the Dixie Stoppers, the um, somewhat more informal version of the Fletcher Henderson Band recording for the Harmony label. Typically, when they recorded as the Dixie Stompers, they uh, had a limited uh, number of people. They usually only used eight or nine instead of 11 or 12 in the regular band. But here, apparently they used primarily the full band. And we heard some very good solos by Bailey and uh, Hawkins again. And we heard both trumpet players. We heard the New Orleans Tommy Ladnier playing some wonderful muted uh, work there. He was known for his muted playing in the style of King Oliver. He had recorded for uh, literally dozens of blues singers and background uh, recording sessions in Chicago in the early to mid-1920s, and he was shortly to go uh, across the pond to England, France, and uh, the Soviet Union with the uh, Sam Wooding Band, and then he'd be back to play with Noble Sissel and Sidney Bechet a little bit later in the decade. We also heard, as I said, Joe Smith playing the lead parts on that recording. So that was a, another uh, series of recordings from that week. We're going to go on right now and hear a few more. So uh, a little bit lesser known recordings, I guess you'd have to say. We're going to hear uh, one that was done by the Arkansas Travelers, which was the, the nom de disc for a Red Nichols group that was recording, again, for Harmony. Uh, this was done on May 10th of 1927 in New York, and we're going to hear their version of the original Dixieland jazz band tune, Sensation Rag. And this will feature, of course, Red Nichols on cornet, along with his usual sidekick, Miff Mole on trombone, Jimmy Dorsey playing clarinet and alto sax, Art Shutt on piano, and Vic Burton on drums. Some very, very well-organized chamber jazz from the period. And they recorded quite a number of things uh, for harmony under that title. Following that, we're going to uh, go to an interesting version of Tiger Rag by Charles Dornberger and his orchestra. This was a white band. Um, it was not really a jazz band, as you will hear. And the arrangement, I don't know who did the arrangement of this, but it's an, the same arrangement of Tiger Rag that crops up on several different recordings. And in fact, uh, there's a, a, a Vitaphone short called The Band Beautiful by the uh, an all-female uh, dance band, and they play this exact same arrangement on there. So, so in this band, Band, uh, on May 10th of 1927, recording for Victor in Camden, New Jersey. We're going to hear Max Connett, George Hall on trumpet, uh, Thurlow Ponzi Kranz on trombone, Charles Dornberger playing clarinet and alto sax. I believe he's the featured clarinet player. C.C. Borland on clarinet and alto, George Gammon on clarinet and tenor, Russ Carlson on piano, 
Uh, Perry Dring on banjo, Bob Hill on tuba, Carl Skinner on drums. No vocal on this one. And from there, we're going to go to England, where we'll hear a dance band led by Bert Furman, the violinist and English dance band leader. This was released under the name of... Um, Actually, it was several names, possibly the Arcadian Dance Orchestra and also Eugene Brockman's Dance Orchestra. So a couple of different names, but it was the uh, Burt Furman band from the period. And we're going to hear uh, a tune called uh, Pretty Little Thing, which was recorded on May 13th of 1927 in London for Xonophone. And uh, the personnel on here, a little bit fudgy, but we, uh, we think it's Max Goldberg and Frank Guarenti, the New Orleans white trumpet player in that band with Ted Heath on trombone. Herb Finney on clarinet and alto sax, Arthur Lally on clarinet, alto, and baritone, Jack Dennehy on tenor sax, Cecil Norman on piano, Joe Brunelli from Boston on banjo and guitar, Billy Bell on tuba, and Harry Robbins on drums and xylophone, and that's Pretty Little Baby. Then we're going to go to a not well-known band at all. This was a, a group that was led by a fellow named Saul S. Wagner. This band uh, recorded for OK Records on May 13th of 1927 in Chicago. I believe it was a Chicago band. And uh, the personnel, not too many well-known players in here, Nate Bold on cornet, Hub Henning on trombone, Jimmy Lord, who was a kind of a, a legendary and shadowy clarinet and alto sax player, played on some of the Rhythm Makers' sides, Milton Newell on clarinet and tenor sax, Harry Podel on uh, violin, Saul S. Wagner himself on piano, Sid Pritkin on banjo, Frank Wuzika on tuba, and Harry Weinstein on drums. And the vocals uh, may have been taken by a group known as the Brown Sisters and Green. And the tune is called You Don't Like It, Not Much. So another happy dance band tune. We're going to end up that set with another uh, regularly scheduled big band or a regularly organized big band. This uh, was the single recording released under the name of the Louis Armstrong Stompers. And the tune is, in fact, the uh, Jelly Roll Morton composition, Chicago Breakdown. And it features the band that... Um, Armstrong was leading at the time in May of 1927, at the same time he was doing the series of recordings of the Hot Fives and Hot Sevens. He was leading a band, um, I think it was at the Savoy in Chicago, might have been another club, but uh, kind of a loose jointed little group, but um, put some interesting music on uh, record. And the personnel in here is, of course, Louis Armstrong on trumpet, along with Bill Wilson on cornet. I guess they were both playing cornets at the time. Honoré Dutry on trombone. Boyd Atkins on soprano sax and alto. Joe Walker on alto and baritone sax. Albert Washington on tenor. Earl Hines on piano. I guess this was Earl Hines and Louis Armstrong's first meeting on record. Rip Bassett on banjo and guitar. Pete Briggs on tuba and Tubby Hall on drums, and it was directed by Carol Dickerson. A little bit later, the band evolved and sort of took on Carol Dickerson's name even when Armstrong was being featured in it. Uh, the Arkansas Travelers, Red Nichols Group doing Sensation Rag, Charles Dornberger and his orchestra doing the Tiger Rag, Bert Foreman and his orchestra uh, from London doing a Pretty Little Thing, and the Saul S. Wagner Band doing You Don't Like It Not Much, and all ending up with Louis Armstrong Stompers doing the Chicago Breakdown. <laughs> Thank you. 
So again, all from the week of May 7th through May 13th of 1927. We started out with the Arkansas Travelers, the Red Nichols Group, really the Red Nichols Five Pennies, doing Sensation Rag, featuring Nichols on cornet, Miff Mole on trombone, Jimmy Dorsey on clarinet, Art Shutt on piano, and Vic Burton on drums. Then we went to that very elaborate arrangement of Tiger Rag by Charles Dornberger and his orchestra. Um, that was typical of the arrangements that were being cranked out by uh, arrangers, maybe it was a stock arrangement, I don't know, that were uh, trying to make non-jazz bands sound jazzy. So we didn't have a lot of solos per se, but a lot of novelty effects and fancy ensemble um, modulations and solely things and so forth. So it had a kind of a, an imitation of a hot band. Then, to the Burt Furman Band, uh, which was uh, masquerading, at least uh, on some issues, as Eugene Brockman's Dance Orchestra, recording Brazonophone and Pretty Little Thing, with some good solos in there as well. Then the Solace Wagner Orchestra, You Don't Like It Not Much. That was uh, done on May 13th for OK in Chicago. Towards the end, you heard a little bit of uh, Jimmy Lord on clarinet. He was kind of a legendary figure, as I mentioned. He uh, had a sort of a Pee Wee Russell or a Frank Teschmacher style to his playing, uh, and uh, he made very few recordings, but they were all pretty interesting. Then we finished up with the Chicago Breakdown, done by Louis Armstrong Stompers, directed by Carol Dickerson, and that was uh, featuring, of course, Louis on cornet. So I hope you've enjoyed this program, kind of an unusual uh, way to focus on uh, jazz recordings, taking from a very short period in history, a very productive week, May 7th to the 13th of 1927, recordings done in Chicago, New York, and London. And we're going to end up with two more tunes right now. We're going to go back to uh, the Frank Trumbull our Bix Beiderbecke axis, and a trio performance called For No Reason at All in C, which I believe was based on the tune I'd Climb the Highest Mountain, and this was credited to Tram, Bix, and Eddie, Frank Trumbauer on uh, C melody saxophone, Eddie Lang on guitar, and Bix Beiderbecke playing mostly piano until the very end. He takes a short cornet break, and that was done May 13th, 1927 in New York. Then we're going to finish up with Louis Armstrong and uh, The Weary Blues, a great Artie Matthews tune, kind of done in the style of uh, ragtime, but uh, all the jazz bands picked up on that. We'll round out our program as we began from May of 1927. And uh, we're going to hear again Louis Armstrong with John Thomas on trombone, Johnny Dodds on clarinet, Lil Armstrong on piano, Johnny St. Cyr on banjo, Pete Briggs on tuba, and Baby Dodds on drums. And this was from May 11th of 1927, The Weary Blues. So thank you very much for listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. You're listening to WETF, The Jazz Station, in South Bend, Indiana. Hope you tune in again next week.
Thank you. 